all about you show with omg and friends where we talk about the things that you think about and some things you don't i am your host omg along with my co-host daydream and as always family we'd like to thank you for joining us and we ask that you please join in on the conversation where your thoughts your comments and your opinions help drive the conversation today we will discuss hot day hot topics now as you know there's a lot going on in the country right now very little of it is good but at any rate america is now in pieces not in peace our country is broken this should be painfully obvious following the massacres that took place in dayton ohio and el paso texas over the weekend leaving a combined total of 40 people dead and dozens more injured now president trump is a major part of the problem and because of that it is nearly impossible for him to have a role in fixing things trump's fear stoking language has left him ill-equipped to provide the kind of unity and healing force that other presidents provided in times of national tragedy. Now, the problem is he has served as both enabler and beneficiary of the ideological resurgence, which provoked the twin tragedies. His initial xenophobic rhetoric was kicked off in his political campaign by branding Mexican immigrants as rapists and drug dealers and has on numerous occasions referred to migrants crossing the, south, the southern border as an invasion. The homegrown terrorist attack by white supremacists is now as big a threat as terrorism from abroad. The United States violence from abroad wanes in comparison to the rise of white supremacy, an increasingly internet-driven phenomenon of lone wolves of vigilante, not groups that will prove immensely difficult to fight. The best weekend, I'm sorry, the past weekend has been one of massive slaughtering carried out by young gunmen in El Paso and Dayton, Ohio. Sadly, the mass shooting in El Paso last weekend was the largest domestic terrorist attack against Hispanics in modern history. This has made it glaringly clear that the country is not prepared to deal with this growing threat and be able to fight it. The Dayton, Ohio killings were labeled as hate crime. Well, if I'm not mistaken, they're both hate crimes, are they not? Let's talk about the twin tragedies and the hate that provoked these atrocities on our soil and how to possibly get ahead of these domestic terrorism attacks and prevent them from occurring. You know, we're always right here. So I said, America's in pieces. I know we're not in peace. No. We haven't had peace, how long has it been in office? Three years? Yeah. I mean, literally, because he won't allow- Three and a half. He won't allow any peace. You know, and he has played a big part in all of this. Absolutely, and I know he's been um, getting called out. I know all day, well, since the incident happened, um, he's been getting called out. He actually visited El Paso today. They did not want him there. Not at all. They were, and even, oh, they did not want him Even the mayor visit. of El Paso said, well, it's a it's a formality. It's it's part of the profession when they asked, you yes. know, how they felt about him going to visit and welcoming him. And that was the response. Well, it's it basically it's a part of my job. It's I didn't have a choice. It's yeah, protocol. it's protocol. But they didn't want to do it. They definitely didn't want to. No, do it. absolutely not. I didn't get a chance to see how he was received in any way. Um, I didn't either. I know that there was just a lot of encouragement from everyone to remember that because um, they were, I, I want to say, meeting at the site of where it happened, and where there was like a makeshift memorial for the victims. Um, that they asked people to just uh, keep them in mind and to respect. You know what they're going through. right and, and to respect what they're going through and for it to not be um a clash or a feud that was going on because it was you know there was just a, a lot of protests about it which can you blame them 
I mean, you sit there and you talk about us like we're animals, like we're less than, and, put your and then in cages. absolutely, and then that. and then you go and and say, you know how, you know how heartfelt, sorry that you are, and that this is a travesty and everything else. It's like, well, you caused this. That's you know, you fueled this he fire. He has been an enabler. He has absolutely. allowed this to take place, and he also has a, a fertile ground for this to thrive, which is why it is doing exactly what it's doing. Right, and and you know, when there's one, it's a domino effect because it, it was what happened in El Paso, and then um, I believe on Monday, there was news reports that there was another um, would-be gunman that was stopped en route. Oh, really? Not too far from the Houston area. Um, so, and if I remember correctly, that they also were coming from the Dallas area. What's up with the Dallas? Uh, well, see, you know, again, people are being radicalized online. Right. Okay, just like they were with the Islamists and some of the others. They're being radicalized by someone, as it says here on the internet. But I think that basically social media, a lot of these people have put their intentions, their, their manifestos, all these things are right there for you to see. They've put it all in a newsletter it's everywhere. and a news and nobody, feed and, and a news blast and, and everyone just takes it with the grain nobody of salt. Nobody gets it. Yeah. You and know, they become so, you know, accepting of right. this vicious, vile, heinous act upon our own people. Right. I was um speaking with someone yesterday and they said that one of their coworkers who is white um made a comment brought up the El Paso shooting and was like, well, you know, you realize that the shooter was a Democrat and I forget something else that they said and he stopped him and he said, hold on, wait a minute. What you forgot to do was lead in with the fact that he's white. Okay. Because had it been, white um, supremacy, absolutely. Yeah. he's a white, he's Democrat, he's, you know, whatever else it was, I forget whatever else they said it was, but it's true. It's like, absolutely. Because if you talk about any other incident that happened, um, for example, uh, with Malia Davis, you know, her stepfather, the mm -hmm. first thing that was said about him, uh, well, her black stepfather. Yeah. Well, why was that even necessary? Well, see, because they always have to, you know, deal made what, you know, it, to profile us. It's always. Absolutely. If there's a drive-by shooting, oh, you know, Hispanics, blacks. Always. That's the always very first brown. thing out of their brown. mouth. Right. You don't talk about their political you party. You know it's not white people. You, you don't know it's not politically based absolutely right. so um and and it's just it, it's it's fueling racism and it's also hurting the um the mentally ill because well, you, they're real quick to want to say oh well you know they have a mental illness why well, are you real quick to throw that out because that's a scapegoat absolutely but, but why are you real quick why are you real quick to throw that out because if, if that's the case and you can say that anyone who commits any t sort of heinous crime regardless of their color is oh well they obviously sick. have a mental they illness obviously well obviously sick. they're sick obviously in some way sick. you know morally yeah um yeah you know but that it hurts the true mental health community because there's already low funding, there's already a that. stigma. Yeah, you 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 were out of the country at that time, but um, right. Dr. Ebony Butler and I talked about that. Right on last week's mm -hmm. show, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so right. it's, it's just not a good thing, you know. And you know, another thing I don't get is the fact that um, the Dayton, Ohio shooting. Now, this was a young guy, 19. Mm -hmm. maybe, I'm sorry, 21. And I think the shooter in El Paso was was 24. Okay. Or vice versa. El Paso was 21, and this guy in um, Dayton, Ohio was 24. 
But he actually, not only did he commit this ma this massacre, mm -hmm. he actually committed what is called suicide. Suicide, the root word is soror, mm -hmm. killed the sister. Oh, wow. His sister was in the Walmart that he went and shot up. Or whatever it was he was shooting. Right. Wherever he was. I don't know if he's in Walmart or not, but I think it may have been Walmart. You're right? talking about in Dayton? In Dayton. Yeah, so he shot his sister by mistake. How do you not see your sister in that rage? How do you... Not a he killed nine people. I left. I think left twenty seven or twenty eight people injured. Mm -hmm. But how do you not? Unless you're just so far gone, right? That he you could not quickly, instantaneously recognize that's my sister, right? I mean, well, anyone white supremacist supremacists to me are far gone. So it has nothing to do with family. None of that means anything. No, so absolutely you're right, yeah. not. You know, they're far gone because they just feel that they're so superior or that the rest of us are just that inferior. And that you're taking up space that they would otherwise have. And right. I feel like the, you know, Americans could be, could be more sustained without all these other people. And um, so I don't know if the Dayton, Ohio thing was just somewhat of a um, copycat because normally when you have these, there's always one right somewhere right. close it, by the next it helped. one. It definitely helped out because you say, okay, well, somebody else, it's always, you know, who's the first one to speak up? You're in a crowded room and something's, you know, amiss or, or something's just not right. And everyone, no one wants to say anything because they don't want to be that person. Well, I don't want to be the first one because what if nobody else says anything with me? What if nobody else stands and, up and with that's me? that's problem. You know, absolutely. Um, it's because we've, we've been so scared we've or so tender. down. Okay, and yes. not and also dumbed down. So we're just sheeple. Absolutely, Al always. You we've know. always been sheeple, and this is just going to continue to fuel that. It is because it, of course continue. it brings up again, um, you know, um, gun rights. It brings yes, up, yes. you know, well, mental health. It brings up, um, well, you know, it, it's the video games. It's, yeah, well, you believe that. Video games have definitely desensitized Absolutely. us, which is why we don't say anything when we see someone's Facebook feed or their Twitter or their Instagram and it's off. You know, we're just like, oh, yeah, that's one of those crazy people again. Okay, No, that's a red flag right oh, there. Like, pay attention to we that. just accept. Yeah, those are all, you know, red flags. Those are our warning signs. At, th at that point is when we need to speak Start up and say, attention. hey, this isn't right. Yeah. You know, something needs to happen. We need to pay better attention to what's going on, continue to follow this person in this crowd. And just to sit, yeah, and talk you know? to their friends and just see what you can come up with. There is a lawmaker in Ohio, and her name is. Oh, I think with that being said, I'm yeah, gonna hold that right back. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to the Bridge of Black Radio Network. The conversation we blame everything, everything, everything but what it is, but what it is, and but himself. just finished getting my microwave the other day about this, about this need to learn that social thing. So like, well, mommy, all the kids use their parents. She said, we ain't y'all kids, we don't use that. <laughs> so she sent me this just now that says, Nick Chris is increasing $13.99 after all this stuff. Damn, I hope whoever the account I'm on can pay that shit. <laughs> yeah. Whoever that was. <laughs> that is too funny, absolutely. Yeah. I know when we were having issues with our Netflix account, I was just like, oh, it's okay. We're just going to use so-and-so. It sent a quick message. Hey, I had to get on your Netflix. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. So it's just like, hey, ours is jacking up until yeah. it gets fixed. You know? like, well, mommy, um, 
Oh, old kids have their parents pay, but we don't we don't subscribe to Netflix. We have TVs and Amazon. And, uh, we don't do that. Yeah. But then give me back my account. I right. On it, you know. But let me change my password. Okay. <laughs> and then at one time, a couple times, I've not been able to get on because too many people, too many people, too many devices have logged in. This is mine. This is mine. I can't get on. Right. You know. Um, I forget who it was that happened to. Fifteen seconds. And uh, they were just so irritated. Oh, absolutely. Oh, because it was her son, and she couldn't get on the device. You know, she had let me use it, but I, I was giving her half, you know, for it. Like, right, hey, let, right, me, right. let me utilize Take it. Because it. yeah. my first daughter's name. Yeah. I was 16. You ready to go? Right. I don't know if it's worth all that. You know, like, going through all the other stuff. But. True. And we are back. You're listening to the All About You show with OMG and my co-host. Daydream. We're talking about, and today, guys, is, is hump day hot topic. So we're talking about nat naturally the twin tragedies, one happening in El Paso and the other in Dayton, Ohio. Before right. we went to break, I was commenting on the fact that I think um, 45 had mentioned that video games had a lot to do with, you know, some of the shooting incidences. And as you said... You know, video games has desensitized most of these people, these young people, for a long time. So we've already they've grown known up that and they've, desensitized, exactly. right? So and really, they quickly, don't have any feelings. Absolutely not. Thank you, everyone who's already tuned in to um, our Facebook feed. Uh, thank you again for all your support. We appreciate you. Give us a call here at the studio. Let us know your thoughts, your opinions. Um, you know about this situation. Going on because we're going to cover quite a few today. Uh, give us a call here at the studio, 713-789-0096. Um, and of course, you're more than welcome to comment on the feed. Um, if you want to remain anonymous, <laughs> anonymous, let us know you want to remain anonymous. We don't need to put your name out there, but we do appreciate. Your yes, absolutely. We, we really do appreciate everyone um, everyone's opinion. Now, what I did say earlier is as a Republican um, a candidate from Ohio, lawmaker from Ohio, and she's blaming the mass shootings on the breakdown of the traditional American family is part of the problem. Now she- That's a part of a lot of problems. Okay, so she went on to say, and I'll just give you the excerpts from it. She says, the breakdown of the traditional American family, transgender, homosexual marriages, and, and drag queen advocates and all the others, fatherlessness, a subject that no one wants to believe or discuss as relevant, the ignoring of violent video games, um, also the relaxing of laws against criminals on, at the borders, the acceptance of recreational marijuana, failed school policies, parents who defend misbehaving children, disrespect to law enforcement, and it goes on and on about all the things that she thinks that comes together mm -hmm. to kind of create this. What, what created this, this bonfire? Yeah, all, all of these different components. Yeah, right. all now, flammable, all flammable. Right, okay. I don't agree with the recreational marijuana being legalized. Um, I'm sorry, but what stoners do you know have gone on some drug-induced rampage? I don't believe in recreational drugs as well. Um, you know, I, if it, it, that keeps everyone calm. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it gets yeah. everyone to chill out. It takes away the crazy. I mean, if you talk to most people, you know, it's their anxiety. You know, CBD, um, you know, medical marijuana. You look at, at the diagnoses of what they're treating, anxiety. Depression. Well, that's because the world has put us in all these anxiety-latent situations. Absolutely. Like now, this here, like I said, America's in pieces. Uh -huh. You know, by no means are we in peace, and we will not have it. So no. the country is actually broken. And um, I have some information here that also says that um, that was a hell of a weekend. 
that same weekend. Um, I'm, I'm so glad I, I was. I didn't pay attention to the news. I know it's good. When I you did not. To luckily, I, um, my signal. I had cell service down there, but I didn't pay too much attention to it because it was taking forever to load. You know, I'm very impatient. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm so glad I, I was able to just detach, unwind, disengage, 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 completely disengage. You know, it 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 was a huge difference really because just the news, on the way actually. to the airport, listening to the radio. To come back, I was like, "What well, all all of this stuff that was going no. on?" And you know, it filled my head. I was like, "I don't want to. Th I'm still wanna, on the other take, side yeah, of the board. Yeah. I don't want to think about that." Yeah, yeah. it's you it's know? real, and it, it awaits you wherever you are. You know, so they had, like I said, that weekend of August fourth, they had quite a few shootings. No one has mentioned the forty shootings that was in Chicago. This because because time. it's but, quote unquote normal. Okay, that's exactly what I was going to say. Because it's black on black crime, they just assume. That and that's when we have mass shootings amongst ourselves in right. our own neighborhoods. Right. But I don't think there's ever really been a black mass shooter. I cannot recall there being no. What more being anyone now? There will be you know um, uh, a, uh, an enraged you know former coworker. Yeah, you'll get that. That's the, your postal thing. Yeah. And we did have the sniper thing for a minute a couple years back. But and I think that was in D.C. I think he had shot a couple of people, some ex-military guy. But okay. Um, but even that in itself, people, but it you, wasn't. If you speak to a lot of mil military people, active or you know not active, um, they're a little they, out there. That they come, they get they, done and come out come of back. the military yes. with craziness issues yes. you know and needing to be medicated and or receive some sort them. of therapy and they just no not at all you know they, they sit there and, right they sit there and boast about oh you know your va benefits this and va benefits that but when you actually talk to um military active and non-active military you, you know can't. about what services they can and can't receive you have a waiting list it's a bunch of runaround it's a bunch of red tape it's oh we well, have to do this first you have to go it's there first and then you them. have to wait for this and it, absolutely not. It's not worth it. And a lot of your homeless people are military people. Yes, they are. And we're supposed to thank you for your service. Is that how you thank them? By not, not taking, by, by throwing by not away, right. by throwing them away. You know, so again, we had, Chicago had 40 deaths there. And then we had, you know, 40 combined with Dayton as well as El Paso. And in the El Paso writings, um, he had put together a manifesto that was online. This is where... We know we really don't have any, I know we don't have anything in place to handle domestic terrorism like we do international terrorism. Right. We should have something in place that uh, some avenue, some some way to to find out. Have, have people are trolling the damn internet anyway, so have people get paid to find out or send information like manifestos because oftentimes they're online. Well, I mean, and you already being have radicalized, and so they're just absolutely. You already have agents that are online looking, looking for predators for anything else. Oh, well, you know, you you keep talking about Trump, so now we need to censor your program, and we're going to limit how many invites you have. Oh, we're going to flag this, we're going to flag that. If you can sit there and do that for that, if you can sit there and and hone in and give permission, yes. so that way you can sell your ads and all your other product and everything else. So if I'm speaking about Australia, Australia, all of a sudden I have videos about koalas and and traveling to Australia, Australia oh, and everything yeah. else. You then how is it that you you miss this each and every single it's, time? It's no different. You know what I've jokingly said to you guys in the past when we've done a show when I have gone through a red light. 
they will have my sunglasses, my red lipstick, clear the clear the picture. Absolutely. Let somebody go and rob an ATM machine where the camera's like right here. It's blurred. They have no recognition. <laughs> is it just me or is it, you can catch is, it, is it poor footage when they're non, when they're uh, Caucasian? Oh, it is. They can't because I, every time I see the news, it's, it's, a, it's clear footage when it's Everybody Hispanic, else. when it's black, oh, it's yeah, any exactly. minority. You yeah. know, but then all of a sudden, oh, well, they weren't it's, able to get a clear picture. How not? Gosh, we just missed it. Yeah, you know. How you not? Even even the cheapest security system that you buy well, still has yeah, a better camera. Good. Even your little Boost Cricket phone that you buy your little prepaid phone has a better camera image you know than anything else that they're showing. But you know, oh, but it's just it's just Adrian being crazy again. You know, wanting it. pictures if you go through the red light. That camera's perfect. Right. You know. I want to comment on the. Uh, the, the so-called breakdown of the traditional American family mm -hmm. and I'm, I kind of got a feeling that she's talking about the white uh, traditional family that they created when they came over and took over the United States they still feel like that's the ideal way so that and I agree with Daydream on uh, recreational marijuana use again since when has someone smoked weed and went out and blew up a building right. uh, gunned people down it was never the case no. when that happened. And again, these shooters typically are white. So and what do you yeah. mean questioning, you know, single parent homes and, you know, other kinds of oh, homes, okay. other kinds she of families that you don't agree with? Again, these folks are not the ones blowing everybody up. If those families are so bad, well, then why don't you see any of them going and gunning people down? There are always these middle class white folks people right. with so-called privilege and, and opportunity, and they still feel the need to go and gun everyone down. Right. Well, there's always an excuse. It's not even so much that they're not paying attention, is that they excuse it to death. They excuse it, yeah. Literally to death, because that's the yeah, outcome, that's and that's the, outcome. Ends up yeah, the result. That's the end game. You know, there was a, another shooting that was thwarted by, I think, um, here we go again, the old guy worked at Walmart. Mm -hmm. He was 19, his grandmother turned him in. Oh, yeah, they talked Rightfully about that so. today. And what was the That's guy, the Trump's apologizer, saying there's no such thing as white supremacy, people are just making that up? I just said, you know what? This may, you know what? One, I know when they were talking about it, like I said, it's been all over the news. That's all anyone's talking about, you know, news shows and everything else. But they were uh, saying that a lot of politicians were asking, or even his own team, part of his own team was saying that he needs to tone it down. Well, he's overspoken, man. Like I said, his, he has this, you know, I mean, the language that he's put out there, he can't retract all that. It's no. out there now. And so, like I said, this guy's manifesting. No, his way to retract things is say, oh, that's all fake news. Uh, that's oh, all fake. Right. I say, well, here's the video. Of, oh, oh, yeah, no, that, that was created. I don't care if it's in your face. He will deny it implicitly that it's real. You know, I just don't right. get this guy. But again, in this 2,300-word um, creed on Saturday, this guy kind of wrote verbatim. Mm -hmm exactly what Trump felt, but this was a personal attack. Usually it's us. Now it's your people, which is still right. us. Still yeah. us. We're still brown. Still yeah. still still right. still we're, still, we're still non-Caucasian. It's still us. Right. You yeah. know, um, and, and it's not... I don't feel any type of non-connection or difference. Absolutely not. I mean, and it's it's been going on, you know, um, and it, it continues to be swept under the rug when you had all those women and children that were coming up missing, crossing the border back and forth, you know, in Juarez. It was just, oh, well, you know, that's just part of the game. 
you know, no one really wanted to say anything, but it's it's their family members who kept trying to bring to light, you know, these people are missing, you know, only pieces in, care about of their clothing or pieces of their bodies were being found, but that, it, they left it as, oh, well, that's that issue down there at the Same border. Same thing with black, all these black women that were missing. You know, all the sex DC. trafficking and everything else. It's, we are. were constantly yeah. swept under the rug. You know, no, it, that's constantly, like yeah, that's looked at as a, as a minority issue. No, it's a human issue. Well, you know, again, speaking of human, there's an author by the name of David Livingstone Smith, and he's a professor at the University of New England, and he's the author of a book called Dehumanization of Whole Categories of People. And he said that Trump has emboldened Americans whose views were seen as unacceptable in everyday society not long ago. So he has given validation to those. Mm -hmm. People are becoming a lot more vociferous, if you will. This has also been part of the American life. He said, but Trump has given people permission to say what they think, and that's crack cocaine. That's powerful. When someone allows you to be authentic, that's a very, very potent thing. People have come out of the shadows. So he has emboldened right. people to the tune of doing what you want to do, saying what you want to say, right. you know, and, and just putting people in the position that he has. And just, he fuels hate himself. Absolutely. Exactly. So how can you not feel... That was you, his whole campaign. That was his whole, right. That's why I said. Right. This guy, this whole manifesto came from his political information when he was running for office. You know, and just as recent as today, and oh, I was going back to, um, oh, I gave a total of 40 people from, um, Dayton and El Paso as far as the death. I was just trying to stay up on that. But it's just so depressing. And why does Walmart play such a big part in this? I'm just amazed. There's always something happening. Some because think Walmart. about it. Walmart, lower prices. Like Walmart. The majority of people like that go that shop at Walmart are lower class, minority. Um, I Walmart is irritating. You know, you see those memes, I've the people of Walmart. You know, they're ratchet. They're white trash. Okay, there's no other word for it. They're white trash, they're ghetto trash, they're trailer trash. Um, it's just low class, less educated people. Because you you let your child run around in their diaper, barefoot. Well, you're you running around barefoot, not even dressed shoes. in your, yes, it, you know, it's just, <laughs> I, I would much rather pay extra. Um, I do. I shop like, at Target, yeah. it's nice and quiet. Even when it's so crowded, full of people on a busy, you know, back to school shopping weekend, it's still quiet. You can still talk like this, and there's no problem. And you, you know, you used to be able to walk around with your popcorn. Now they took it away. So yeah, okay. Now yeah, you just walk around like this with your Starbucks. Walmart fights in the parking lot. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, people solicit you in the store. Yeah, I want to work on your car. Can you, do you need your headlights? Leave me alone. Oh, are they solicit yeah. you for yeah. sex? Yeah, it's, it's a, oh yeah, the yeah. Walmart over around Denville's. Oh, is that the one that had yeah, the? Oh well, hour. that's the area for it. Yeah, that's the look at the area. The girls. Looking at the lesbians. Well, it's well, that was me. That was you. I was attacked. I was visually attacked at a Walmart, and I haven't been back to that Walmart since. And it's supposed to, you know, supposed to be in a, you know, a better class neighborhood, you know, here in North Houston. Like, no, it's not. Every you have trash everywhere. I've never liked Walmart. No, and speaking of Walmart, what else happens at Walmart? Bluebell ice cream. Oh yes, now that's another with all those other videos. That's. Yeah, you know, it. we're going to get into that. I guess we can pretty much now because we're going to talk about a few other things. But, you know, again, America needs to be pulled, healed and pulled back together. I just don't think Donald Trump has it in him. No, he not at all. He's ill-prepared to be able to bring the country yeah. back together. He didn't even know. Because whether, his point was never to bring going. us together. His whole thing was he was going to Toledo. 
He wasn't going to date. The oh, shooting yeah. happened to date. I mean, he's such a dumb dummy. I mean, he couldn't even. Well, come on. He didn't even realize he that Puerto read. Rico was a part of the U.S. Okay, and that he was right, president. He was a president. Big dummy. Oh, I mean, I right. can't even. They're, they're, you know, and then, they, but his staff also, his administration, they know they what ignorance Puerto Ricans that somebody else. Those are people. I get so he frustrated when people that. try to treat them like there's something else. I'm like, those are There's no different than when he went there. He was there, throwing there are paper people. towels. U.S. citizens. Throwing paper towels at them when, you know, during right. the hurricane. Throwing paper towels. Right. And, you know, and in regards to, thank you, Annabelle, for ch uh, chiming in. Um, this is in regards to them just allowing us basically to kill ourselves off, you know. Oh, you know, she says in Pasadena, um, here in the Houston area, in Pasadena, a Hispanic guy that was in jail for domestic violence got out on a PR bond, then went back home and killed his pregnant girlfriend. You already committed a crime. No. Then they let you out on I your mean, own recognizance. Okay. And then um, you go right back. Okay. Well, where was the protection for her? There was no. You know, if, yeah. if, if he had committed domestic violence against a white woman, against a white man, oh, he would never have seen. He would have never gotten out, out of jail. He never gotten out. You know, not at all. None of this is new, guys. You know, so we all kind of—it's sad, but none of it is new. You know, and I don't know. I guess we just have to continue to deal with it. So now we're going to move on to a few other things that's happening in today's world and the Boy Scouts. You know, I was a Girl Scout, so I, I thought very highly of, of right. those organizations. But, you know, they're coming out with all of these sexual abuse, which we know. It's like the right. priest, you Not know, the boys. See, and when we were growing up in elementary school, they would always come to the schools and encourage everyone to be a part of the Girl Scouts and yeah, be a brown girl. Scout. Yeah. I, I was okay. always like, well, I, I want to do that, but it was just so expensive. And then my parents were always working, so it wasn't even just... The financial issue then it became okay well we don't have time in our schedule to go to do, do this that. to go do that yeah. and now i'm glad <laughs> okay you know that was god's way of saving us hey you don't need this type of crisis this type of you know but they have so many boys over a 20 year span that are coming out and saying that they were i did just and, like and, the catholic then, church yeah so i said like just like these priests you know i don't know why they have these I guess we have these separate true. situations where all men all girls what do you expect? I don't know. We, I was a Girl Scout, and man, I was the first one to wearing a badge, and man, I, my camera badge, I was taking pictures, and it was just never anything like that. We went on camping trips. We had the best time. We learned so many things. I've never had, I'm hoping just, the girls didn't go through that, but they probably did. Maybe some they people did, did, but I, I didn't. I doubt that they are. And we would connect with other troops, like in the, the, the neighboring town, and we would go, oh man, it was just a wonderful experience. I'm glad I, I didn't. I'm Scout. glad I didn't have any of that type of uh, negativity. I know part of Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts. Lisa, I see you watching. Lisa Gioni, thank you very much. On my own, I will try to do my duty with God in my country. I was trying to remember the little players that we used to have to say. Yeah, that's right. You had wrote Right, I was trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. But these kids, you know, again, these boys are now teenagers. So you probably ruin these kids for life, you know, or, or have them going down a path that probably wasn't originally their desire to go. They're right. the next, the next shooters. They're the, the next, next shooters. Set of shooters. Right. No, no, seriously, because no, think I'm about it. Because they are, and Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, it, who is it? it? You have to have the money for it, and who typically has the money for it? White, white people. people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna it is. They, they do. They always have the gun collections and things like that. I'm like. Do you parent, your parents have that in their house? I mean, collections of... Well, you know, they said a lot of this has gone unreported for years. Weaponry. Yeah. 
and now it's coming out and imagine all of these boys probably be afraid to go home and tell their dads and stuff like this you know and they were saying that every time when they had meetings um, and a lot of a lot of parents would trust the the uh, troop leader the troop leader with yeah. their boys yeah you know? right because you didn't have any reason not to trust them they you know their kids they were, were part of it you know they were part of the troop also and then you know you're right. you're going into people's homes to have meetings and things like that yeah, I was just always at school, and I went to Catholic school, so the nun, she, uh, Sister Joanne Marie, she was the troop leader. So, oh, we yeah, church. so we had it at, oh, right, church. and then they have troops at my skirt, my church, also Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, so right, you would go to the church. For church. The, yeah, for the but meetings, but we were at school. Everyone's got a hidden agenda. Always. Just do your just do your thing. Teach the kids how to make badges, how to make fire. We don't know how to be we don't know how to We have no idea how to be humane towards each we other. We really don't. We have no idea how to be just people and look at each other as as people. You know, if we pay more attention to children, you know, they don't know race, they don't know color, they don't know prejudice. They're taught that. They're taught all They're that. Taught that. Yeah. You know, um, because when you're in school and uh, I, I told this story before. I was in elementary school, and it was about somebody um, who had picked on me about something. And when I was trying to relay the story to my mom, the very last thing that I could explain to her was that it was um, a little black boy. But it wasn't. That wasn't the first thing that I said. I, how I described him. You know, I described everything else about him, and she still was just like, "Well, I don't get it." And, and when I said, it, I said, "Well, mom, he's." You know, and I said it just like that because it was just so uncomfortable because I, you know, to me, it's like, why should I have to describe someone that right. way? And I was in right. elementary school. I was that happens first, you know, I second grade. To describe people that way unless it's just it some reason why that information is, is significant. It pertinent it, if it's pertinent, if it's pertinent to the situation, then maybe. But other than that, that's not like how I would describe people. Well, you know, it happens a lot down here, but I think Texas gets away with a lot. Do we have that video? Uh, the front of it anyway. I'm not going to go into the whole story. It's just a picture. I'm sorry, it's just a picture. Yeah, let's um, of something show that. that I saw today or, or heard about. I guess it happened maybe a day or so ago, but it falls in line with you know. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Trump and all of this. Yeah, and they came back with the apology. It doesn't matter. You've got a black man walking in between two off white officers on a horse, yes, yeah. and you have him with a rope around his neck like a donkey. Now, mind you, he's already handcuffed. Right. Walking the, down okay. the street. Yeah, in front of everyone. The minute I saw this, it just brings back the history. You know, the Willie yeah. Lynch thing, the 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 humiliation. They were taking him to the lynching. Yes, or and, yeah. and, and marching him and off, and parading him through the streets. Parading street. him so everybody can see his humiliation. I don't, I don't in get the hot sun. What are we going to do? I mean, we're talking about right. it. And, yeah. and before, it yeah, and before anyone can say anything, oh, well, you know, it was the mounted patrol. How else were they supposed to? Um, how I mean, about get your fat threat. self off the horse, the horse right, right. and walk him? You know, what was the point of needing to put a rope around him? For what? Again, yeah, what he was, was already handcuffed. He was already apprehended. He wasn't resisting. more emboldened with what they right. want to do. And then they come back with the apologize after. After the fact. I'm going to do something That's to like you now. That's why I'm doing my job sometimes. You know, I, I don't ask for permission. Just do it. I just do oh, it and ask for forgiveness, forgiveness later. later. Right. Because right. you don't have your permission. But bottom line is the fact that there, were, there was another way to handle this. Right. This was done intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. And this was done to further support the white supremacy. Of which those cops could have been, could be sympathizers. Very simple. I mean, it's easily just, members. They could have meetings at their home. You don't know. And they claim that this guy here never, um, he was never aggressive, never assertive in any way. 
not a threat, but that he was mentally ill. Mentally ill, they put a rope on him. Uh -huh. yeah. So you just further traumatize the mentally ill person. And there you are. And that's and that's how they do it here, you know. Um, but they were also saying this is something. I don't know how we can we can do anything about this. Is I mean they have statistics here on you know the information with the Boy Scouts and how bisexualism affects it and white men reported sexual less sexual assault than any other race. Hispanics and blacks had more. You know, just oh from the Boy Scouts, just Boy Scouts, just this everything of color. Right, I always mean, color. always is the worst. Right, yeah. So on with that, but. I don't know. We've got so much going on in that. Um, I don't know if it's, it's being used as propaganda for something bigger. Of course it is. There's know, always a bigger I picture. I know there's always a, but I just want to know. I don't know. I just don't like not being able to do anything. Right. So, I, I'm. Right. You want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of an assertive person. Sometimes you got to do something, you know? You know well, I mean, it's we're getting back into election season, so that's where we can start doing something. You right, know, we exactly. make the biggest impact in our local elections. Right. You know, not necessarily no, in the national. national. Yeah. No, national you know, that national, it's, we're just, you know, a flea. Those representatives. <laughs> we're yeah. a flea, yeah. we're yeah. A flea yeah. on a big St. Bernard, you know. Right. Yeah, we're going to be in a bad situation when the time comes for the president election. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be drama whether he wins or, or, or loses. Either way, or it's going to be. It's, it's going to be. Fake and bad, you know, and see, he brings all of this, but yet he brings no remedies for anything. Like I said, he can't even get together. I don't think to he's apologize. Done about positive. He has never done anything really positive because even now, he went to El Paso. I'm not sure exactly how they dealt with him, but Beto was like all over it. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's like, no, he's a right. racist. He's coming, you know, we don't want him here. Right. You know, and so that's a that's a plug to help, help Beto's. But the only one time I've been to El Paso, I don't remember seeing anybody other than his dad. It's 8%. No yeah, I, yeah. Say, I, I remember going across to Juarez mm -hmm. and shopping and yeah. doing all that. And But I, I was like, wow. And that's when I first got exposed right. to dog racing, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, that's so, but I like El Paso. Yeah, right. And, just, you know, it's it's funny um, because that when I was when I was out, okay, I, I went out to, I was in Mexico over the weekend, um, out in closer to Cozumel and to Cancun. I was at my cousin's wedding. And... First of all, you know, for Trump to sit there and talk about how Hispanics, might, you know, immigrants were invading this country. This an invasion. You want to talk about an invasion. You get off that plane, first of all, on the plane itself, okay? And it's a jam-packed plane. No matter what flight you get, what time of the day, which day of the week it is, it's jam-packed. There's always a full flight, okay? Um, the majority of the people were white. Always. Uh, you get off at the airport, it's just a sea of white people. There's a few of us brown people mixed in, even fewer blacks mixed in, okay? Um, a lot of the advertisement and everything, and then I get it, it's it's a tourist area. But still, this is also, um, this is also land where the Mayans ruled, okay? And everything else is in the Mayan language, you know? Uh, Akumal, uh, Chichen Itza, uh, Tulum, those are all, part of the Mayan language and you go see the pyramids what the Mayan pyramids that are there you have things that are in English advertising um, to buy property real estate the area that we were in it's a private community and um, 
I asked the driver, you know, I said, oh, I know there's a lot of people here. And I said, I noticed there's also a lot of property for sale, a lot of condos and everything. And he goes, yeah, you know, we do have a lot of people that come visit. And I said, now I get, I said, there's a lot of Americans, a lot of white people who come to visit and part of the tourists. I said, but be honest. I said, who owns the majority of this property? And you know, white, you already know. And that's not the original invasion, is it? Who invaded this country? white people. Europeans. Mm -hmm. So he's got that confused. I would say, which invasion do you mean, sir? I mean, he's the ones that invaded and annihilated the native people, the indigenous people. That that's that is an invasion. That was an invasion. That that is the invasion. If he wants to talk about invasion, he has this thing with immigrants. I, I mean, but his wife is an immigrant. I, I mean, that's come what, on. That's why kid, they're right, immigrants. Yeah, they right, immigrated here and right. annihilated the indigenous people. Again, his name was not Donald Trump. You know, you've done the show on that. His name is. is actually Drump. D-R-U-M-P-F. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's his name. Yeah. And so, you know, his people, and he's more, and we did a comparison, I think, when he got into office with, with him and, and um, Hitler. Right. So yes. I think, yes, I think they're kind of connected. But on that note, I think I need to go to break, and we'll be right back. The Bridge of Black Radio Network, where conversations lead to it. <clears throat> that little picture just hurts my heart. It's, oh, it's, it's disgusting to me. Yeah. yeah, it just uh, reminds me that we have to move forward. Uh, he didn't know what, he, that guy didn't know what to say. He probably didn't know what was going on. We're, we're just um, hamsters on a wheel. That's all that's been going on. Going fast, going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Going fast. Yeah. You threw a lot of shots at people who shop at Walmart. I was like, dang. Huh? I said, you threw a lot of shots at people who shop at Walmart. I, I hate that. Only, I, don't I, don't like go, yeah, I, I never said people don't like what I have store. to say, I but like I tell you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, I, like, I only go <laughs> in a pinch. And I don't I don't feel like their prices are that low. Their prices are high. The fruit and vegetables are not good for food. Low quality. That's, it's low quality. Oh, okay. I only go in an absolute pinch. Saturday or Sunday? I don't know. I want to say Saturday. I think I saw something. That's all. Okay. Just Google the direction. Here we come back. Thank you. Here we go. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Tuning in today is Hump Day Hop Hot Topics. Um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> but I like it. it, it <laughs> we have been um, talking, of course, about um, the tragedy in El Paso, and uh, we've, of course, touched on racism and Trump and immigrants, um, and also what happened here in Texas with the police officers that were parading a black man um, tied with a rope as they walked him down the street because they were supposedly going around the corner to where the patrol station was at, but why they felt the need to parade him in that way when he was already handcuffed and not resisting and not um, acting aggressively towards them, I don't know. Uh, thank you everyone who has tuned in. Give us a call here at the studio, 713-789-0096. And also, uh, again, thank you to Annabelle. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about Trump and how his parents are immigrants and how his real name is not Trump. It's Drump. It's Drump. Um, and how we had, um, how he, 
he's been compared previously to Hitler. Um, Annabelle states his father was an immigrant. You're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. uh, she says he has some internal issues oh, going wow. on. That's very obvious. You know, he's got little man syndrome going. He's got, <laughs> you know, it, it's... But he's he is who he's always been. If he's ever watched... I watched um, something on Netflix with him. I think it was three-part series, mm -hmm. basically, from, from his younger years, starting in New York, and just being the bully that he's always been. So, basically, who he the is, the, the entitlement, the That's narcissistic, the egomaniacal personality, the whole thing is no different than the way he was earlier. No, now he, except now he's on the big screen. And now he's on the big screen, and yeah. With and, the no, and nobody will touch him. They, touch he him. really has everybody's scared. They are one person. I'm like, you know, you guys really could gang up on him. And you're scared to do it. Yeah. But he's not have, that little. I think Trump is like 6'2", maybe. And he's like, what, like 300 pounds? But still, he's a very he's portly not, man. Not, oh, he's I a very portly man. Like, you can tell just made. from his... Pictures. Well, I, well, I don't even watch him because just looking at him it just annoys sickens, me. Sickens. The hair, the whole, the no, way he, not even that, just his the intonations spirit. of his voice, how he moves his mouth, it's just, it just spits pure evil. Right, and Annabelle agrees. She says that was a great documentary. Annabelle, if you could, if you remember the name of that documentary, it was, so that yeah, we could if you post remember it, Annabelle, thank you. We'd yeah, appreciate it. You need to watch it just to see who he is. Yeah. But nothing has changed. He has not grown. He's not done anything. He is just you know, overpowered, bullied. When, when, talk, when he talked about Baltimore was really a way to let you know how, how, he, feels. Feels. He, how he really feels. Well, you know, he, he kind of let us know that right. and, and still won the office. Yeah, previous he staff members won. have spoken about him and, you know, people who are very close to him who said that he's always been this person. Mm -hmm. You know, except it's gotten, they said, has it gotten it worse? Yeah, worse. It, it's gotten worse Absolutely. because now he has a bigger audience and, and so that's and what fuels money. him. Yes. That's exactly right. See, the negativity and, and with his white supremacy, he, he in, embodies that. So, again, like I said, he's the beneficiary of all of this xenophobic stuff that we're dealing with now that he has put in place. And now he can't even retract it. He can't even, like I said, he is not capable of pulling the country together, healing us. Pulling us together, really, giving, giving us that he's talk. He's not a healer. He he's not that talk. I kept Obama saying that. went straight into Program. Right into it, right, exactly. You know, he as with Clinton or even Bush. But he, Obama it. had tried to heal throughout his administration right. both times. Well, again, this and guy was, was continuously criticized was still, no matter which and way. And criticized for no, no matter what. And and they're still complaining about him. I'm well, like, I read he didn't make an impact on you, I read he? somewhere that he was, um, they did some poll of about 50,000 people, and he was um, pretty much selected as being one of the most admired presidents. I mean, you couldn't catch homeboy off 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 point mm -hmm. at no time. And you know oh, you're talking about Obama. Oh, right okay. Oh, was, I got it. it. What? It was. That's what my face was for. Was Wait a minute. Who, who never, yeah. Absolutely not. It, but again, everything never that he did, moved. it was never good enough. You yes. know, no matter how um, well educated the oh, man yeah. is, you know, how articulate, you know, it was always something. Oh, and, and the name of that documentary, thank you, Annabelle, is called Trump, an American Dream. Yeah, y'all need to watch that. So and that has yeah, Annabelle just Thank you, Annabelle. Yeah. I, I it's interesting to that. watch because, and, and I don't even like the guy, but I need to make sure why I didn't like him. So I had to find. Yeah, <laughs> just to yeah, yeah, It's he, not going to be just, just for no reason. Just, just no, because. Yeah, he's just. Yeah. 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 I can't see it on air because we are on Crystal Station. Okay. Well, we got some, I guess, what? sad news. Yeah, we do. 
the first African-American woman to win the Peace Prize, to win the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1993. Toni Morrison died in the Bronx, New York at age 88. Yeah, she's an excellent writer. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, excellent. And, mm -hmm. and they excellent. use a lot of her works in universities. Uh, they discuss many of her, I think she her taught books. School, didn't she? she taught at Princeton at yeah. some point in Just, her career. Man, you know. I'm like, what a loss. Yeah. So. What, what a loss. But she lived a long life, 88. That is, I mean, that, that was. So now we have also, guys, um, another situation. Oh yeah, it was pneumonia complications was pneumonia? associated with pneumonia. Um, that because uh, um, eighty-eight's not old. No, not anymore. Not Definitely, it's not. So, but anyway, she succumbed uh, to complications associated with eighty-eight uh, pneumonia in Hudson, New York. And a lot of people are already aware of the situation with the cheating and the admissions into school in California with the celebrities and the stars and all of that. Yeah. Well, now there's another, um, there's another, an extension of that. Another school scandal. Yes, another school scandal. You now have wealthy families that are giving up custody of their children in order to receive financial aid. Like they need That's it. pitiful. The Again, way the rich taking from the you poor. Get, can you get You don't need it. You're just being greedy. I can't, you know, because if if minority families, if we do anything, they're so busy on the child the welfare system is already just inundated with people that they cannot help. Okay, mm -hmm. it's already flooded and and overworked, um, underfunded, understaffed, and when you have minority families who are unable to care for their minority children. Um, we're called all kinds of names, deadbeats, lowlifes. Uh, well, you shouldn't have had them. Oh, you should be sterilized. You all you do, all you people do, is lay up and have babies. Right, and yeah. that you can't. You know, we take we get that thrown at us, but when you have rich white people, okay, because it, it's not just wealthy. No, it's rich white people that are doing this. They are purposely, quote unquote, giving up custody of their children just so that way they don't have to pay in order for them to get into college. You already provided them with the best supposedly the best education and the best life everything so what is it that you need to then get them into school for free for and the thing is is that because they can my frustration with this is that i'm in graduate school i took a vow of poverty and you know to for this degree so i'm struggling through this i mean it is not easy this is why a lot of people don't want to go to graduate school because it's so consuming and then they just want to Oh, I'll just do this to get in. Yeah, I mean, and it's a struggle to, but it's a real struggle. And you're lying and pretending that you're something that you're not to get something you didn't, you don't deserve. Right. And when I try to get financial aid, they're coming up with all reasons to tell me no. Part time work. Oh, well, you're working part time. But you got to save you for so many things, and then all the paperwork. The run around with the paperwork. Show this. Show that. We already give. Well, we need another copy of this. Well, we need. We need a notarized letter and a notarized statement that this money is coming. That it was a gift, or this is a loan, and this is. I remember. You didn't put your car on there. That's an asset. I can't live. I can't eat my car. I can't. Yeah. And this is mainly happening in Chicago. They said that um, that they reported over a dozen cases of parents giving up custody of their children due to financial reasons. I wonder if this has anything to do with HBCUs because you know if that's the case, mm -hmm. these kids can very easily get into some of these black colleges. 
right. and really have no fee at all. But even at that, as a minority, why would you want to go to a quote unquote minority well, school and in, an inferior school and receive an inferior according, education? According to you, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, but you, you know, you go to TSU. The hypocrisy, I tell you, TSU. the yeah. contradictions. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, a minute ago, well, it, 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 it fits whomever's giving the narrative. Why people exactly. always make it associated fit what they have to say? Because this is no, this requires. Right. This is stupid. You have doctors and lawyers actually giving up. Yeah, you're absolutely correct uh, you. on that. And thank you, Quinnen, for tuning in. He says it's a dirty game that they play. Absolutely. Oh, they play. They play it's hard. A game they go hard. And I mean, said, we don't even know half of them. And the minute we learn them, we try to execute them and implement them on ourselves. See, they go to the they go to the market to do this. They go out into the game and in, into the game of life. Right. right. We will hurt each other first. Right. You know, and just try to figure out how to not encourage going to school. It's important, but not at this cost. And in order for us not to, and for this not to reoccur, they said it was a loophole. In order for this not to occur, the Department of Education wants to add that even though legally independent, students are considered dependent if they continue to receive financial and medical support from their parents. So hopefully this will allow low-income students who are actually in need to go to college. I think that's really going to be. No, that's not because. What, what is this? My my brother at the time when he um, when he graduated from high school, his girlfriend um, Asian, um, her family basically disowned her, and up and moved to California out of state. So she was supporting herself, and all the paperwork and the runaround that they gave her, um, because she needed to prove that that was true, and and she's it, she's not rich, you know. She was from a lower middle class family. A lower middle class family of immigrants okay. and they gave her help because she was just trying to get financial aid and because she had a part-time job she's like yeah. I I can't provide you with their income statements but because I don't know where they're at they they're gone have, they they're to produce all this stuff. no absolutely not yeah. that because they said oh well this is what we're doing oh okay that's fine and we'll don't we'll make a contribution to the school we'll right get that you know they always don't always right. buying their way right Oh, so we sorry, are. Sorry, 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 so, sorry. Yeah, so, oh, uh, next week, guys, I'm, I'm bringing this guy in. I met him yesterday, actually. Um, he is the school, Black International Online ISD. So that's going to be interesting to talk about. Black International Online ISD. ISD. Mm -hmm. So he teaches you know, aeronautics. Uh, academics, aeronautics, black history, financial literacy. Also teaches etiquette. Oh. Well, so speaking of etiquette, <laughs> the Manners Maven says that we should not discuss any of these topics that we discuss here today at the dinner table. Absolutely. It's taboo. So if you want to discuss it, discuss it before dinner or after dinner. But while you're at the dinner table, do not discuss any of these topics right. at all. Absolutely. And don't forget, people, just because the show ends does not mean that the conversation ends. Please continue um, your conversations with us on our Facebook page, OMG and Friends on our Twitter page at All About You Show. And of course, uh, catch this show and many of our past shows, um, especially with the shootings, um, you know, Doomsday Prepping. We have a show on that. Catch You can catch our past shows on our website at www.allaboutyoushow.info. That's all about you, the letter U dot, um, the letter U show dot I-N-F-O. Today's show was brought to you by Image. I make a great employee, executive entrepreneur, professional etiquette where life skills meet social graces for more information please visit www.yourbizimage.com that's www.yourbizimage.com for more information well guys 
Thank you. And I guess until next week, as we will um, see you on the radio there. See you on the radio. Thank you, everyone.